0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 22nd of April. US Federal Reserve Chair Powell said that the central bank should be moving to tighten policy a little more quickly. This might seem odd to say at a time when risks around growth are increasing and risks around inflation are falling, But it's worth reiterating that a wartime neutral interest rate is certainly higher than a pandemic neutral interest rate. And the Fed has barely budged from its pandemic interest rate level. So the remark isn't inconsistent with economics. The Fed chair said that a 50 basis point rate increase was on the table at the next meeting. In theory, that gives the Fed the option to do less. But in practice, the Fed has not countered market expectations of a 50 basis point rate rise. The Fed traditionally does not surprise the financial markets, so the silence is telling. This is the curious incident of the Fed chair in the nighttime. The Fed chair did nothing in the nighttime. That was the curious incident. We have other central bankers speaking today. ECB President Lagarde is speaking. Of course, ECB President Lagarde spoke yesterday, but ECB President Lagarde has never subscribed to the view that less is more when it comes to public appearances. Bank of England Governor Bailey is also scheduled, and markets may find more of interest in these remarks. The UK Central Bank has been weighing the risks to growth as being more important of late, and the growth versus inflation debate is certainly a live topic in the UK. On that point, UK consumer confidence fell again in April. The news flow in the UK has not been terribly positive. The energy cost increases hit consumers in a very visible way in the last month, in that energy companies sent out letters to customers telling them how much bills would be rising. That visible increase in the cost of living is unlikely to engender positive sentiment. The UK government raised taxes in April as part of its biggest tax grab for 70 years, which is also unlikely to encourage positive sentiment. March retail sales were weak in the UK, but there were some positive revisions to historical data. The detail showed some points of interest, however. Auto fuel sales volumes fell more sharply than sales of other products, suggesting consumers are finding ways to economise on fuel. That may lessen, though not stop, some of the demand damage elsewhere. The ability to economise on fuel is enhanced by things like working from home. Non-store retailing took a hit again, which may reflect the fact that consumers are spending less on discretionary goods. Discretionary goods tend to be sold online, and as demand for discretionary goods spending normalises, a disproportionate decline in online retailing is not perhaps that surprising. From Japan, the national consumer price inflation data for March was largely as expected. Japan still has deflation on the price of things other than food and energy, which is a reminder that inflation is a local phenomenon. Japan's inflation experience is very different from that of the United States, for instance, because of different levels of fiscal support during the pandemic and a different timescale in easing pandemic restrictions. That's all for today.